Hi everyone, it's Erin with Classrooms and Cats, and today I'm really excited to talk to you about what we can do in the classroom as educators to support our students and their mental health. It's going to be a big theme for this podcast, and we are going to talk about how us teachers need to take care of ourselves and what we can do to ensure that we are mentally stable when we go to work and how we can cope with our anxiety and other emotions that we might have. But in order to be a great educator, I really feel that we have to tune in to our students' mental health as well. And I am lucky enough to have a student um, counselor on campus with me, and I chatted a little bit with her about what I can look for in student behavior and how I can bring a area of calmness into my classroom and help my students with their mental health. And I just wanted to go over a few of the things that you can look for as an educator with student behavior. And maybe we can figure out some things to do with these kiddos that might be struggling and we can really help them be successful. So working with younger students, I teach transitional kindergarten and the wing of my school that I am on. I am with transitional kinder and it goes all the way to third grade. So we've got a pretty wide variety of grade levels going on in my wing. But what I have noticed is that when students are struggling with mental health, it always, I shouldn't say always, most of the time it turns into something that is physical with them. Whether it be they are five years old or they are nine years old, it seems to me that when students are struggling with mental health, we can also see it in some physical symptoms. So when I was talking to the counselor, I asked her, what are a few things that we as educators should look for? And she said that one of the things that we can look for is if a student is feeling sad for a very long period of time, usually about two weeks or so. If you have a student that is usually very outgoing, happy-go-lucky, and you've noticed that they're just sad, they don't want to engage with their friends, they don't really have a lot to say anymore, that could be something that they're struggling with. They could be struggling with something with their mental health, and so it's important for us as teachers to ask them what's going on and seeing if maybe we can help them. Also, too, another one is difficulty concentrating. So sometimes our students that are all over the place, they might be struggling and it's just hard for them to concentrate. And I know that a lot of times people can say, oh, well, maybe they just have ADHD or maybe they just need medication. There's so much more to it than that. I understand that you know, ADHD is something that a lot of students struggle with as well. So that is not to be discounted. However, if it's a student that is usually concentrating very well and does their work on time and they're struggling, this could also be something as it could be a sign that they're struggling with their mental health. Another thing for my students that I have noticed is they get very emotional a lot over things that they didn't use to get emotional about. So there's a lot of crying. There is a lot of sadness. They are frustrated with themselves because they used to be able to do something that they can't do anymore. A lot of times they'll get upset because they're comparing themselves to a classmate. And, you know, 
that's really hard because we all are growing at different levels. That's a hard thing for a five-year-old to understand. So I see my students that are getting upset with things and crying easily. That could also be a sign that something's going on. So what can we do as educators in the classroom? What can we do as educators as a school? How can we support the mental health of our students and not just focus on the individual students who are already showing that they might be struggling with mental health? What can we do? Because I always say it's so much better to be proactive about something than it is to be reactive about something. Because if you're being reactive, we all know that something is already going on. So wouldn't it be awesome if we could just take that step before we see things happening and maybe we can nip it in the bud before things start getting physical with the mental well-being. So what can we do to support these students? First of all, I think it's really important to educate your parents on the symptoms of mental health problems. Sometimes it might be their only child or it might be their oldest child that they're struggling with and they're just not sure what to do. So by letting parents know there are resources out there that can help them and providing them with that so that they can recognize the symptoms, that is that's a really great thing. But also too, we as educators need to educate ourselves on what the symptoms are. So just taking a look at mental health problems that students can have and looking for those signs could be the very first thing that we need to do. But also, I think it's important for us to promote being emotionally stable. I know that that's a really odd thing to say, but we need to let our students know that it's okay for them to say no. It's okay for them to feel like they might be overwhelmed and let them know that if they're not feeling great about something or they are struggling, that they can come and they can talk to us because we are here to help them. And I think that just letting the students know that you are someone that they can come and talk to if they are struggling will make a huge difference. And another thing that I always do in my classroom is encourage helping others. And that is a huge thing, especially now. But if you see someone struggling, help them. You know, sometimes we talk to our students and we let them know if we see somebody on the playground that isn't playing with anybody, invite them to play. If there's somebody who's eating by themselves, ask if they want to join you. It's just helping others that can really lift up that morale and also give your students a better headspace so that they don't run into mental health problems. But we all know that with mental health comes physical health. So it's also really important to encourage that physical health for your students. I know that my students, we have PE two times a week, but we do so much more than that. Sometimes when we're getting overwhelmed and we're just not really into the activity that we're doing, we take a break. We do yoga, we do a couple silly songs, we move our bodies so that we can get back in and we can get settled into our activity. So building time into your day for students to be silly and to have fun really, really helps them. 
And I think that we need to make sure that the school does have access to mental health support. I know that not every school is going to have a counselor like my school does, but maybe getting together with a group of teachers that might be willing to help students or talk them through things or just providing students and parents with different ideas that they can do for when they are overwhelmed and they might feel like things aren't necessarily going their way. I know that it can be really hard to talk to your students about this stuff, but I think it's even harder for the students to come to us and talk to us about what's going on, especially as they get older. So I always think that mental health could be even more important in the upper grades than it could be with our little ones. But overall, it's definitely something that needs to be implemented into the classroom and I really feel that students would benefit from so much of this. Like I said, I love to promote a healthy and happy lifestyle in my classroom and my environment is very welcoming and I let the students know I'm always there for them. Sometimes there might be a couple students that just need that little extra push and you know what? You might have them in your class too. So recognizing the behaviors and talking to the students about them, addressing those behaviors, letting parents know about resources and promoting that healthy you know, mindset in your classroom are all things that we can do to support the mental health of our students. I also think too, it can be overwhelming for students to have so much classwork and to have a whole bunch of homework to take home because we as educators do our very best to get to know our students. But a lot of times we might not know what's going on inside their home and that could be causing some stress on their mental health. So the number one advice I could give to you for helping your students and their mental health is to simply have grace. Have grace on your students, let them know that you're there for them, and just allow them to do their very best and continue to give them those uplifting words that you are so good at. So since today is World's Mental Health Day, I thought this would be the perfect podcast for me to record and just let you know that we as teachers can band together and really help our mental health of all of our students. I would love for you to reach out if you have any ideas on how you support your students' mental health. You can go over to my blog at classroomsandcats.com and you can get in touch with me there. Let me know what sort of things you do in the classroom to make sure that your students have a positive well-being and that they are enjoying school and you are helping them de-stress and make sure that they are the best they can be. So I want you to take care of your students, but I also want you to take care of yourself. All right. So until next time, I hope that you are having a lovely teaching school year and I hope that everything is just going really well for you. Reach out if you need anything and I'll see you on the next episode.